Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the Thinker Girls Pod Channel. Stacey June here. Christy Mercer sunning herself sick somewhere across the country or the world. This is a summer sessions series, which is interviews or chats that we've had throughout the year that we are replaying for you to enjoy your holiday. Hope you've had some. Hope you've had a moment to appreciate and reflect on what you achieved in 2017. Um, and as we move into a new year, I hope you're enjoying yourself and spending some time with loved ones. So let me get out of the way and let you get straight into the into the interview. Here's one of our faves. Okay, Lucy Peach, welcome to the Thinker Girls Pod Channel. Thank you so much for having me. Lucy, it's so good to have you here. Are you currently wearing red? Because you're not sitting in front of our eyes, so we can't see. But I feel like every pic of you that we've seen online, you're rocking double red, which we're loving. I have a few red toenails, but I have to tell the truth. (laughs) And I'm in my dressing gown, so it's not red. I do have a red dressing gown in the show, but um, I try not to wear that out of hours because it's really lovely you're well you're a wa so do you have a big fluffy one or is it just more of a cotton kind of throwover number i've got a few actually i think that's the beauty of working from home isn't it that you can wear whatever you want or not you know we also work from home now, although mm. we did work on some big bang, whiz bang radio oh, station for and some was, time. There was no rock and dressing no. gowns around that job. Um, but the funny thing you. is one of us will do TV here and there and then the other will just be look like an absolute shit kicker. So I'm like, looking like so pov right now, like in just in this horrific tracksuit and Stace is looking, had fresh hair and makeup like done, looking go, very bright. I could yeah. go to a ball. Like it's just, and TV and makeup as well. It's intense. Yeah, it's slapped you know, on pretty like, thick over yeah. there. But anyway, I'm loving your range of dressing gowns in that there's more dress to certain dressing gowns. I think that that's just a good place to be in life. Well, I had one made for the show for the menstrual phase and, you know, I, I wanted to make some costumes that were sort of bespoke for the different phases of the menstrual, of the menstrual cycle. <laughs> yes. And yes. initially my friend said to me, oh, so you're going to make this big sort of grotty onesie and I said no I want it to be something that's really like deluxe you know like something that you put on and it's like this special treat and so it's silk velvet and it's got a little train and it's just you feel like you're kind of in Game of Thrones and you're about to do some you use I like the words you're choosing around this topic. Now, the show is called My Greatest Period Ever. Please tell me how Bob Dylan, Stevie Nicks are inspirations behind that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I suppose Bob Dylan has been um, just a bit of a mainstay in terms of songwriting inspiration since I was a kid. I've always really loved, you know, Bob Dylan albums and 
they've been sort of part of the the sonic background of my life I suppose and the same as Stevie Nicks but also for just you know divine feminine boss bitch goddess Mm -hmm. boss bitch Mm -hmm. absolute fashion the whole gamut of what it means to be a really creative woman in touch with who you are um and look I don't know if they are also as equally inspired by the menstrual cycle but um that's just (laughs) My, com- I bet Stevie Nicks is. I bet you any money. She- yeah, I reckon she would be. It'd be yeah. right up her alley. I'm intrigued though because I feel like women as well. Yeah, she would be. But yeah. what is she? How is she having conversations with Mick and the others? Like, is she? Well, no, she. I don't right, know. She's, she's bringing been in this it band up. with. I mean, I guess she had. She had Chrissy, but I mean, I don't know whether. They probably were in sync, and you know everything. So kind Mick of- Fleetwood mm. was in the band. What, mm. what, Chrissy, who is that? Yeah, what? Who is Chrissy? Chrissy McVie was the other, um, the other woman, and um, it I didn't, all... oh, I didn't I... even know. I didn't know her name. I didn't know. I knew that. there was another girl, but I didn't. I had no idea oh, of I her feel name. Like a dumb bum. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that was the story of her life. But I mean, she's a great songwriter in oh, her poor own right. Bitch, Soz Chrissy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> poor bitch. Yeah, but it is it is interesting, Lucy, that you are so um, so fascinated and created so many different shows. I mean, I know you even did a TEDx talk. Um, towards the end of last year about the power of the period and that's so much of what your show's focused on. Where where did that kind of um, uh, interest around the power of a woman's menstrual cycle begin for you? Well, I suppose I would, uh, would be, it would be remiss of me to not acknowledge my mother and I think she was just someone who, who in retrospect, you know, she had six children and largely had them by herself and when I look back, she really... She taught me how to rest. She taught me how to really acknowledge how how my body was was kind of telling me what it needed, I suppose, and that was was a huge influence. But I did a whole bunch of things um, and became a human biology teacher, and then I worked for family planning in Western Australia as a sexual health educator, and I did lots of amazing things, mostly teaching puberty and contraception and about STIs and all sorts of things to primary school kids, high school kids, refugee women, um, lots and lots of different conversations. And I was always so privileged to be part of the space where I got to tell kids how fucking amazing their bodies were. And I've been so mindful of the fact that they're going to come into contact with all of these different messages that maybe aren't as positive and so I really relished the opportunity to just sit them down and say your body is actually incredible and this is how it works and this is what it means and yada 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 and then I came across this book called The Optimized Woman which really set me off on this path of looking at the menstrual cycle as not just a binary system where you either bleed or you don't bleed and here's how you inverted commas manage your period by you know using a tampon, good luck, have a nice life. And you actually see the menstrual cycle as being literally a cycle. And and the thing is, we live in a world that really does reward and expect linear behavior. So we're all conditioned to be trucking along at the same kind of energy levels all the time, which in my opinion is why a lot of women can feel really frustrated or inadequate or overwhelmed because we're not fucking linear and you know we we treat 
the very process that ensures the survival of humankind as this bothersome little encumbrance. And, you know, the more you look into it, you understand that it's not a little design flaw. It's not like, you know, God or goddess or Gaia or whoever was planning all the birds and the bees and then got to women and just said, oh, sorry, you know, sorry about that. You know, I hope you're born as a man in your next life. It's just... It is so much more than that. And you actually have these four phases and um, you can use them. You can plan well, for on them. on that, so I thought uh, potentially your interest came from a lack of knowledge because I certainly know that was the case with me. I was handed a book, I'm sure, along with a lot of other girls mm-hmm. in the 80s or early 90s or probably still now in some mm. cases. I'm still waiting for the yeah, book. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got I'm nothing. I'm working on it. I'm working on like, it. Yeah. <laughs> Like a girl and then it was off on your way. And I thought that maybe you were motivated by that. So it's so so lovely to hear that that wasn't the case. But about the cycle, I think it's really important for our listeners. I've only just in the past couple of years started to look into it a little bit more, tried really hard to get my period on the full moon. I was like Mm. proper like this is is epic, like what we're able to do. But can you break those down for people that might be interested listening that have absolutely no idea what you're talking about? All right. So... Basically, everyone has a cycle and it's a different length. And for some people, they are always 28 days. Some people are always 31. I'm actually really quite irregular. And so I guess monitoring my cycle for me is just a way of of having a deeper understanding of where I'm at. Emotionally, mentally, physically, all of those things. And I use it as a lens to check in with myself every day. What day am I on? You know, I mean... What day are you guys on? If if it's not too bold to ask, or you can. Oh, uh, I think I'm about. I've I ovulated. Uh, what a week ago. Okay. So that would mean I'm about a week out. Yeah. Well, it's so interesting that we're having this conversation I now. Know, I don't know what actual day that is. Yeah. Because I don't. I don't really know either, Lucy. Because I didn't have a period for about eight years up until like I just stopped the pill about five weeks ago and got my period for three days and that would have ended two days ago wow that so must only have been amazing just... to, to bleed for oh, the first time after not having bald her eyes out. congratulations bald, bald, thank you i bawled my eyes out. and it's so weird sometimes it was so the way... funny though. she put the instagram video up and said i've got big news guys in and brackets I was for me with, anyway. i was away with three blokes and they're like what's happened to christy i'm like <laughs> she's got, she got a period because <laughs> it's so it's so interesting sometimes you just go on about your life and whatever and this has been definitely a big uh a big part of my everyday at the moment over the last five weeks, going off of the pill, coming out of a big relationship, my skin's going bonkers, feeling emo, getting my period for the first time. Mm. And, you know, similarly, I suppose Stace was a bit ahead of me in the sense of knowing what your period is, affecting your energy levels, all that kind of stuff. That's only mm. quite a, a recent thing for me that in the last think, month, few months that I've started looking into. But I think, and you'll probably find this too, Lizzie, I don't think there's an ahead thing. I think there's just an interest level. I think yeah. we're not taught to have interest I in think, this stuff. I think in particular the reason my interest for myself personally has been sparked lately is because I'm out of a relationship and feeling like I can now come off of the contraceptive pill whereas before Mm. I was like ah I know there's stuff that I don't know and I will investigate at some point but Mm. I feel kind of like I've made a decision and I'm sticking to that at the moment wanting to have unprotected sex. That is amazing that's really amazing I'm excited for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's so interesting, though, isn't it, that we ignore, you know, you kind of know underlyingly that things are going on with you. Well, if you look at what's when happened over the last you know what I mean? years, the way that we've treated women's bodies, the way that we perceive, you know, femininity, the way we've viewed it as a weakness. I mean, for fuck's sake, like we would not be here if we didn't have this process. And, you know, it used to be that we understood it and that we paid more credence to it and paid more attention to it. And it really, I think there is definitely a shift going on now where people are starting to wake up to things and they're wanting to, you know, they want to recycle, they want to get a solar panel and they want to know how the fuck to use their bodies to the greatest effect and they want to use what's really being given to them. And, you know, you don't, it's not rocket science and you don't need to go out and read 25 books and do a degree in sexuality. Basically, the bare minimum is just paying attention to your body and actually in a world that really expects us to be on 24-7 and to just be kind of, you know, putting out all the time essentially. Just to do that small thing of, of paying mm. attention is, is quite a radical act. You know, it, it is not sort of um, common. And if you like, I can just give you a quick run through of, of the phases and, and what they're good for. Yeah, that yeah, would yeah, be yeah. Great. Give, give us as that. Well as, as well as where your day one starts because I have started to look into different yep. ways to track my ovulation and yep. it's, it, and what we think is day one. Like yeah. it's it's a kind of confusing, I think. It's, it's also, there's a lot of different meanings around that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And for the, per- and, you know, ultimately the big rule is whatever works for you is fine you know and and really it's just a matter of finding something that works for you and finding a way of understanding it that makes you feel empowered because that's what it's really all about but essentially for the purposes of menstrual cycle awareness day one is the day that you start bleeding and when you're bleeding your hormones and the main hormones that we're talking about is estrogen progesterone and a little bit of testosterone And when you start bleeding, your hormones are pretty well flatlined. So your energy levels are lower, your pain tolerance is lower, um, and your need for self-care is a lot higher. And and that is the time when really it's like your winter. And if you think about what happens in winter in nature, you're not going out planting fields, you're not going out picking fruit, you're just bunkering down, staying warm, getting ready to to prepare for for the months ahead you know and and really mm-hmm. the the menstrual phase or, or winter or the reflective phase as Miranda Gray in the optimized woman calls it this is a, a really great time to review things it's a really great time to 
you know, sit with all of the things that have happened the month before and to really make some decisions about how you want your month ahead to look. It's a really great time to do some dreaming. And, you know, even if you only get not one... Not necessarily to make decisions, right? More yeah, I mean, you can, you can really mm, okay. sit with things and, and see how you feel. And often I use this time to kind of... Um, to meditate on things that I've been unsure about. And, and you know, Same. I like to run big decisions through a whole month, which I know we don't always have the luxury of doing, but to really to run things through a whole month, things that I'm unsure about. And then when I'm in that reflective winter menstrual phase, often it just drops down. You know, if you make the time and space to just have a really quiet, restful space with yourself, then it's like often it comes to you. That's how I feel about that issue and okay so that's 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 winter so that's day one roughly the the cycle of your period yeah yeah. day one until until you stop bleeding and then what happens is you're getting ready to ovulate you're getting ready to do it all over again so your second phase is like spring or the dynamic phase the pre-ovulation phase and that's when you're literally getting ready to lay an egg so you're running around like a headless chook you've got shit to do and you can be quite impatient your estrogen is starting to really peak and it finishes with a little, you know, kick of testosterone and you really just want to get things done and, and you're very much more in the world and outwardly focused and, you know, you've got your hair back and your running shoes on and you're just like, get out of my way, I've got shit to do and, you know, woe betide the person who's going to hold me down. I find I feel quite impatient in this phase. It's just like I really want to get all those projects started and this is a really great time to start projects. The the week, the phase two. So what would that then relate to what season? Would that be like spring, a spring? What, a, spring. A spring? You've, you've okay. come I out of winter well. and the little shoots are just popping up out of the soil and you can feel a little bit vulnerable. You can feel like, whoa, I've got this surge in energy. I've got all these things to do and, you know, where do I start and who do I tell? And, it, you know, it's, it's sort of... I think of- also, and in that time for me, I, like just it, it often can feel a bit overwhelming from a jump from winter to spring. Absolutely. It, let's, yep. no, let's not forget that it's a week, basically, than yeah. the most. From one to the uh, other. For this, yeah. and I often, as an anxious person, yes. I often find that yes. energy um, not great to remember. I still need to meditate and retreat in that yes. time because okay. I think yep. the jump from resting for me to all this energy can yes. sometimes be too extreme and I've found myself that is very common for me yes, and I have to pull yes, it back a little yes. bit. I absolutely hear you and I'm the same and it mm. took me a few years. I get years. so excited. Yeah, it took me a few years to kind of really acknowledge that because I kept mm. reading all of this stuff, particularly in The Optimised Woman, about how this is your power week and everything comes more easily and you're thinking faster and walking faster and and I, I realized because I tracked my cycle for, for quite a long time and what I noticed after journaling for a long time was that I always had this sort of day at about day 12 where I'd be just steaming along and then all of a sudden everything would kind of hit me and I'd feel quite overwhelmed and now I know when that day is coming and I know that feeling and it's just a really nice way to be able to talk yourself through a little kind of you know um, bumpy patch and know that it's not forever it's not who you are now it's just it's just a day and this too shall pass. I think it's also important just like in the untethered soul um, he speaks so much about um, he speaks so much about making sure that you realize your thoughts aren't who you are. Yeah. You know, you're not. And I think that's very similar with your moods or your hormones at these types of 
um, at these times where you will be heightened in areas. And, and whilst it is you, there are what you will react differently depending on where mm. you are in your cycle. And, and that doesn't always have to define who you are as a person. Like it makes up who you are. But I think, I you know, if I get really hormonal and go a bit extreme this way or it's a bit out of whack which it is it's, I'm still trying to kind of figure that out for myself mm. it it's hard for you not to then get in your head and say you're a nutter you're mm. a crazy bitch you're a you're a, you know we get really well, those hard are the messages that, that we've received the... from from the world from society that we're not to be trusted that we're irrational that we're hysterical and the thing is all of those messages come to us if we circle back to the spring phase, which takes you up to ovulation. And then once estrogen yeah, peaks, yeah. you know, around that time is when you ovulate. And that then begins your... But that would be... Oh, so right. No, that's not premenstrual. That begins that, okay. your yep, summer. You. So that's yeah. your post. You've, yeah. you've just ovulated. You've got a lot of energy still. You're still riding high on that, on that energy, but it's kind of softer and you're more collaborative and cooperative and you're more wanting to facilitate and other horny. people's projects so hang on can i ask a dumb question so you're no so you dumb ovi- questions okay knew, so you i knew she was so did you that. ovulate you ovulate in the summertime is that what you just said or are you ovulating in you spring ovulate, and then but you don't bleed you ovulate at the end of spring once you have you know built up enough estrogen and you're in your pre-ovulation phase and you're getting things done and you're feeling dynamic you're building up enough estrogen so that the most mature egg is released, ovulation occurs, and that then begins your summer. So your summer phase begins after ovulation, and that's when you know, you've still got a lot of energy, but you're a little bit softer, and you've got a lot of energy that is also more inclined to be channeled to other people. So, ah. you- And you want to have sex. You want to have sex. I mean, you know, the sex that you have throughout the month, I think can, can you know, I mean, some people want to have sex every day and then that's great, but it can definitely change the type of sex that you want to have and the type of connection Absolutely. that you want to feel. And is that when you're most likely to fall pregnant, like after you've just ovulated? Well, on, you, on, on you can, you know, your egg only survives for a day or two at most and sperm can live for around five days, so... You know, if you have unprotected sex five days before you ovulate, then you can get pregnant, you know, because you've had sex five days before you ovulate or up until a couple, a day or two after you ovulate. And that is why, for those of you that aren't at this stage of their life, pregnancy, you try and track your ovulation. So you have, that's why you see in the movies, we've got to have sex now because your egg is dropped um, out of a follicle and then the sperm is looking for it. The thing that fucking blows my mind most about this is I am 28 years old. So I've had a period for quite some time since I was six, like, no, 15. So it's been like almost two decades or over two decades of having a period. And it, it's nuts that I'm only just learning this stuff now. And I think, I don't know if, whether you agree with this, Lucy, but do you reckon a lot of that's got to do with quite unconsciously women going on the contraceptive pill and not really knowing or getting a vibe of what their uh, cycle feels yeah, like? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it equally saddens me and enrages me that we're still teaching menstruation in schools as though it's just something to put up with. And it's just something to put up with. And here, go on the pill because that'll help things. And here, while you're at it, take some antidepressants because the pill can sort of mess with your feelings a little bit. And good luck. Have a nice life. See you later. And, you know, I'm, I'm really loath to tell anyone 
that they should or shouldn't have a certain kind of contraception because no one knows your body like you do. And if something is working for you, then then that's what you should be doing. But ultimately, you know, the pill, it does dampen your own cycle and effectively, you know, it, it can work in a lot of different ways, but you're not, you're not going to have um, the same connection to your phases as, as you would as you would without it. For many people, you know, being on the pill is the best option for them at the time and, and that is fine if that works for you. But a lot of people do feel like it does dampen their own menstrual cycle and, and it does. And it's it's one of those things where, you know, we don't we don't like to give people too much information because they're worried that they won't be able to deal with it. But I know firsthand that there are many, many 14, 15, even 12-year-olds who want to understand their bodies. They want to understand what is going on and not how they can... Not to mention there's money in pills. Like I think we need mm, to also yeah. be very mindful that the messages we get from health professionals, and I use the inverted commas, is also a business. You That's know, right. it's like antidepressants as well. Mm. You've got to remember that we don't, I don't know necessarily who's getting kickers and who aren't, but I think it's just very important to be, to be mindful I'm that s- everything is a business. And I'm where still we- gagging to finish the cycle though. Like okay, where are we up yes. to? Autumn. Look, let's make this a full circle, guys. <laughs> so you've ovulated. You've peaked on estrogen. You've had your summer. And then for everybody, this is really different, you know, the transition from, from summer to autumn. Because essentially what's happening is you've, you're riding this wave of abundant hormones. You've got progesterone coming in. You've got a top-up shot of estrogen. You've got all the things for everyone and you're feeling like life is just absolutely a place of, you know, possibilities and positivity. And this is the time when I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm walking in the street and I just, I just start speaking to random strangers and telling them how beautiful they are. And, <laughs> you know, if a telemarketer calls me for something, I'm just, I'm keen to chat, you know, and I'm just like, no, how are you? Like, what's going on for you? Where are you, Malaysia? What's the weather like? So you've got a lot more to give. And then at some point you start feeling a little bit prickly and it can be quite a shock. You just sort of think, hang on a second, what's going on? I had, I had fucks for days, I was loving life and now all of a sudden I've got my poo-coloured glasses on and everything's just a little bit shit, you know? And then you remember, oh, okay, I'm going into autumn, I'm feeling premenstrual and I'm getting ready to do it all over again. And this for me is really, is really the big lightning bolt opportunity. If you rag on yourself when you're having your period you know you're tired you're not feeling as powerful um, you're feeling a little bit inadequate and then you rag on yourself when you have you know PMS because you're feeling a little bit prickly that is half of your life that you're potentially feeling like you are less than that is half of your reproductively viable life that you're getting around trying to do your best work and feeling like there is something wrong with you and that is the part that really pisses me off because there is absolutely nothing wrong with you all that has happened when you start feeling premenstrual is that you've been putting out emotionally energetically for two weeks straight you've been you know you need less sleep you're more generous you're doing all of these things for other people you're pulling out all the stops and then you're starting to wind down and it's no wonder because if you look at what's going on internally, you are literally, 
dropping. You're getting ready to do it all over again. And if you feeling under and I pressure, think that also Lucy is really important to know that that's also where we are at at the moment in autumn. Mm. And like it's, it's a real bigger picture thing too. Like if you think about it, that's happening every yep. month in you, but also to pay attention to where you're at as a season as just because you're talking about autumn. And I thought it's important because I know a lot of women around me are feeling like, okay, I need to start fresh. Yeah. I need to, what am yeah. I doing? Like, and you know, this kind of letting mm. go, shedding, mm. just like the trees, yep. you know, and I think it can be a little bit, it can be a, not a little bit, much more simpler if we do think about how the seasons turn, you know, and then yeah, we think well, about everything Yeah, well, that's the thing. We saying. understand night and day. We understand the seasons. Do you reckon, do you reckon that this kind of, um, you know, and I'm not saying that it's for everybody, but there is, uh, I don't know, this more awakening of consciousness to be more aware of our bodies and what are we doing and... Do you think that maybe through decades and the ages where it's been with a, a rise of feminism, also with that has also been to our detriment in the sense that women are trying to be more masculine, to be more linear? I think we've done a fucking good job to get where we've been in spite of how much has been done to oppress women And that is the most wonderful thing about the women's movement is that through hundreds and hundreds of years, it is still here and it hasn't gone anywhere. And every time it's pushed down, it rises up again. And I think that what's happening now is that people are realizing that, you know, you can wear a suit and you can get the corner office and you can push and push and push. But ultimately, you know, the sacrifice that you have to make means that you don't get to use all of the parts of yourself that make you an amazing woman and the world doesn't need people now to be pushing through it needs people to be listening to their deeper calling and their higher selves and to be absolutely bringing everything they can in the most authentic way and you know I think that the workplace is starting to wake up to the fact that women are fluid we are cyclical and that that means we have even more to bring to a situation. We have more of a critical lens. We have more of a facilitating lens. We have, you know, all of these benefits to basically being four women in one. And it is absolutely time to harness that. And, and I think it's, it's time it became mainstream. You know, there is definitely a shift. Lucy, do you have like a couple of things, a couple of practical things? There's somebody listening to this show and saying, okay, I want to be able to create the space to be able to see see what my cycle's like, see who I am. How would you suggest would be a good beginning point or a good diving off point to, to really start to, to notice things? So the very first thing is to start paying attention. And that's something you can do right here, right now. What day am I on? If you don't know what day you're on, get out your diary or just start journaling. A couple of lines every day about which day you're on in your cycle and how that makes you feel. And then after about three months, you can go back and you can look at this rich data and understand what is going on for you when you're in these different phases and and when you transition and maybe, you know, how to be prepared for them. And once you start understanding your body and your phases, I mean, some people have a 25-day cycle. They zip through their phases and they're like, I call them cherry tomatoes because they've got all of what everyone else has but in this sort of concentrated little power packet. 
So they're delicious. They are delicious. And so their experience of their cycle compared to someone like me who can have a 35-day cycle could be completely different. And no one else can really tell you that, which is why you've got to really pay attention for a little while. And then once you've got that information, not only can you use it as a lens to support yourself from the day to day, but you can plan for it. So for instance, I've got a really good friend. I don't know if you've heard of um, a show called Hot Brown Honey, but it's been taking the world by storm. And it's a bunch of women of color who basically have banded together to do this sort of bombastic cabaret that really challenges stereotypes around women of color. Anyway, my good friend off of Fotu, who is a musician called Odette Mercy, she said she was asked to go to Sydney to write a screenplay. And she said, you know, they gave me a bunch of dates and I thought, well, yeah, I could go. And then she said, but hang on, what if I were to look at my diary to work out when I'm in my spring phase and to go over then, to go over then. And that's what she did. And she said, and I absolutely nailed it. I went there, I got there, I was full of beans. I smashed it out for a few days and it felt really great. It's just a way of really kind of checking in with where you're at and thinking about how that's going to impact the decisions that you make and really just giving yourself what you need. It's so bloody good. No pun intended, but seriously, yeah, you are absolutely. doing such amazing shit and including guys and girls in the conversation. Guys as you have said, to you're be at- in this conversation. Yes. We cannot do it alone. And there are so many different conversations that need to be had, but the one that I want to have really brings men in and says, we fucking need you. We cannot have this conversation in isolation. We don't live in isolation. And you might not have a period, but damn sure you know someone who does. And it's important that you understand how that can impact your lives together. My greatest period ever.com is where we can find more about you, Lucy, and also Melbourne International Comedy Festival. You're kicking off at the beginning of April if you're around there. Yes, April the 9th. April the 9th. It's safe to say you will probably have a few TG Posse members there after this episode, I, I would imagine. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Lucy. We really Really appreciate it. You can also find Lucy on Instagram at Lucy Speeches and on Facebook Lucy Peach. Thanks again. Thank you so much for having me. love this podcast but you want to chat about it more make sure you go to the thinker girls on facebook uh, that's obviously us and insta because that's where we're going to be continuing this convo with you posse yes we want to know what you think posse so every week we'll be breaking down our podcast content across social media so you have an opportunity to share your opinions plus we're on insta stories every damn day so you get to come along with us for this crazy tg ride yeah merce head to facebook instagram snapchat or even twitter to find us Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.